This episode of the Dear America podcast is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee. Listen, guys, the 4th of July is coming up. They've got amazing, amazing offers, amazing bundle packages, and amazing coffee for the 4th of July. That's right. While everybody else is celebrating Juneteenth nonsense, America's coffee is celebrating America. Imagine that. Not only is Matt, Evan, Jared, all the guys we've been friends for forever, they truly are the best coffee brand out there. Stop giving your money to these companies that hate you, that spit in the face of your values every single day. Go to blackriflecoffee.com right now and get their 4th of July bundles, deals, new merch, new coffee, etc. But most importantly, Stop drinking that communist garbage crap that is Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, etc. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. All right, what up, what up, what up, America? What is going on? Oh goodness, Zach, how was your, how was your evening? It was good. It was good. I went to bed too late, and then I got up really early, and I haven't had coffee yet. Yeah, story of my life. So there we go. uh, That's how I live. Um, You know, I really got to talk to Black Rifle. These espresso cans are great, but for marketing on the filming camera, the hole that you drink out of is on the opposite side Mm. of the label. So if it's I want to if I want to like marketplace this thing, uh, I got to turn it the opposite way, and I got to do this weird French turn <laughs> when I try to drink it. Um, got to practice that sometime. Though. Let's see. There's a lot of things to talk about today. We're we're going to talk about. I mean, the the biggest news that's going on is last night the Daily Wire made a gigantic, gigantic announcement. And no, they haven't paid me a single thing to talk about this. But I feel like it's it's massive and it needs to be talked about. And then uh, the biggest news is uh, the bombshell testimony from Hutchinson about Donald Trump during January 6th. And we're going to talk about that. And I just got a bunch of other things that are going on that I really kind of want to wrap my mind around and, and introduce to everybody here today. But today, starting off, I really feel like I want to address something um, that I've had a lot of people write me sporadically and, and all this stuff about. And, and so I kind of wanted to address it um, because they're right. And, and I want to talk why that is um, and my thought process uh, moving forward in, in a lot of ways. And so uh, that that comment is simply this. A lot of people have been asking me, you know, Graham, what, you know, why are the speaking events so few now? Um, why are you not traveling as much? <laughs> Somebody even asked, they're like, is your health okay? <laughs> All this other stuff. The answer is no. Okay, my back hurts. Uh, my joints hurt. I'm old. Okay, no, but but he is but, old. But on a serious note, I I I figured. Sure, I'll talk about that. And, and you know, a lot of you guys have been with me from the beginning of all this stuff. And um, I wanted to kind of give you my thought process moving forward, especially for the next couple years. This is something that I've been praying about a lot. 
something I've been thinking about a lot. And it's just where I really feel like it needs to be. The podcast and the things like this are, are going to become the staple of what we do, uh, at least in the years moving forward. And, and the reason why is you're, you're, you're right. I don't travel as much. Um, I'm not all over the road all the time. You know, two speaking events a week, traveling all across the country, um, things like that. I will be at SAS. Uh, in July down in Tampa Bay, Florida with uh, Turning Point USA. We actually, Zach's finding out about this for the first time, we actually have our own spot on Media Row there. Uh, and so not only am I talking, we have our own spot there to do the show uh, oh, the entire sweet. time. So we'll be able to get a lot of really great content for you guys with a lot of uh, the top conservative uh, pundits in the country. Um, but that's a rarity now. And... Uh, I wanted to put to bed the rumors that there's something wrong with me. Um, actually, it's just the opposite. More people ask me to do things than ever before, and that, and that that is a true statement. Um, for me, uh, how do I put this? It's uh, it's a weird thing for me to talk about and a weird thing for me to admit. I turned 36 this year, and so um, I'm getting older. And I've always been different from a lot of the other influencers or, or, or political pundits and things like that. Um, they either A, don't have children, or B, they're older than I am and they have children that are grown. Um, and their family life and their family structure is different than mine. And so a lot of people have to realize when I first started this stuff, I was 27, 28, when I very first started trying to break into what we're doing now. And my children were much younger. I, I, you know, I'm, I, the crazy thing to me is the other day I realized that Anna Grace doesn't even remember me being in the Army. Which is oh wow, which is nuts to me because I was in the Army for 12 years, right? So Gunner and, 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 and Gage... They remember uh, bits and pieces. Anna Grace has no memory, none whatsoever. I mean, she knows I was, obviously, because we've talked about it, and she sees photos and things like that. She doesn't remember it all. And um, Gage, uh, now, so like I said, I started as 28. Well, started at 27. It really started taking off at 28. I mean, we're going on the eight-year mark, just constant of this stuff now. And so... Gage is fixing to turn 12 now. He starts middle school this year. Uh, Gunner is, is starts the fifth grade. And, and so it just really occurred to me um, after the campaign ended, I did a lot of thinking. Uh, we, I've already told you guys about wanting to do more kingdom work and things like that. That is still an absolute priority. But more so than that, you know, I, I I really had to label out what are my responsibilities. And I guess I'm saying all this out loud for any of you who may be parents or whatnot that may be struggling with this same thing, right? So I come from nothing. I come from a broken home. Most of you know this. I'm, I'm sure some of you don't. I've written about it in, in, in books and talked about it openly. Um, so I put a lot of merit in being a workaholic. And when you come from nothing and you achieve things, you don't want to let up. And, it, and it's very hard to um, slow down. It's very hard to 
uh, say no to things because you're just so scared and there's this monster in the back of your head, no matter how successful you get, um, no matter how much money you make, no matter how many employees start to work, where their business is going great or it's sucking, da, 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 that, that monster is always there in the back of your mind thinking about, uh, you know, what if I slow down? If I slow down, I'm going to lose it, right? Like you hear it all the time in the entrepreneurial world. If, you, if you're not moving, you're, you're, you're dying, da, 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 da. And, um, but from a Christian perspective, I, I sit here and I think, I'm like, man, I'm fixing to be 36. My son is starting middle school. And, and, and even though he's fixing to be 12 and I've got six years till technically he can leave, which, you know, I'm kicking him out at 18. But either way, the point, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I say that. I, I don't know. Um, I've got maybe three maybe four years left um, before, you know, his parents are the least of his concerns. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and I'm trying to be a realist about it. I mean, and it's natural and it's normal and that's how it's supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed to be up your parents' butts your whole life, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. And, and I get that. And I want that. But that means that <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm drinking espresso. <laughs> it makes me, you know, especially when I start talking about serious stuff. It really got me thinking. I mean, Anna Grace, man, she's eight. Like, and she's the baby. And so 10 years. I mean, that's it. 10 yeah. years and then she's gone. All right, listen, fear is out of control because inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start to the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold is the company I personally trust. I talk to these guys every day to help you convert an IRA or a 401k or simply your savings into an IRA in gold and silver. That's right. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. Text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered account. Amazon stock is down 37% in the first half of the year. Tesla is down 40 cryptos. <sighs> it's horrible. <laughs> and many fear the hawkish moves by the Fed could stall the economy. What is your plan? Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 and get your free no obligation info kit on gold from Birch Gold. I trust them enough to buy from them, so you should trust them enough to get a free, no-obligation info kit. Text the word Graham to 989898 now. I know I've kind of gone all around the place here, but, but the reason that I'm not traveling as much now, and yes, it's costing me money. Yes, it's probably costing me opportunities. But I've really tried to lay out what the actual most important things are in my life in the right order, right? And so first and foremost, it's God for me. Uh, I always want to do what I believe God is telling me to do. Uh, second is to be a husband. Third is to be a father. All this other stuff comes after I've checked the box on those first three things. And just at this point in my life, 
where I'm at right now. Now, I'm not saying that six, eight years from now, if you guys are still around and still listening, which the way the country's going, I doubt we have nothing to talk about uh, <laughs> in I'm the sure years. There, there will be plenty in the years coming, but but we are definitely moving towards. Uh, we have plans right now. Eventually, we're not going to be in this building that we're in anymore, and, and our goal is to just build our own uh, next and and truly move things more internal to where it's this we have kind of like i don't know what do you call it is that like our own studios kind of yeah. thing right like um and just move more internal and then we come out to do things when the timing is right and when they're appropriate etc cetera, etc cetera. but i just really feel like at this stage in my life i have responsibilities to be a dad and to be a husband and to be available Right. Um, Because I've heard so many super rich people and super successful people and you see so many preachers and so many politicians and so many of these people that seem so successful that their marriages fall apart. Their kids barely know them. And I don't want my kids to remember me when I die as, you know, well, dad worked a lot and and he got us a lot of stuff. You know, and, and and so I know that may sound kind of dumb, and I know that there's going to be some people who are like, oh, we got to fight to fight. I have no intentions on backing down from the fight at all. But the truth of the matter is I can reach, and the reality of it is I can reach just as many people sitting right here as I can traveling all over the place just because I want to be seen at the parties that all the other people like me are being seen at and things. And, and I had to come to the, to the realization that I'm not the same as those other people out of all the influencers and all the political pundits that I know, maybe 2% of them are in the same boat that I am with younger kids, all the rest of them, uh, their kids are grown <laughs> or they don't have kids. And so that's what's going on. I know that was kind of a long way around. There is nothing wrong with me. There's no mystery illness. <laughs> there's no that there's none of that. Has there been a lot of conflict internally since the campaign trying to figure out what the next steps are? Yes, that is true. There's been a lot of conflict. Here's another thing. The social media world is changing. Okay, it has changed. There, there, there is a whole new generation of people that are even doing it better than me now, and 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 that's okay. That's okay because you guys are my age, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, etc. And 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 you know, there's also a realization that you're not going to be the biggest, best superstar of it for forever. You just can't be because. Other people are coming up. And so there's the realization that that wave that Graham Allen is at the top of it all might be over. And, and, and I don't mean that we're done. What I mean is from 2018 to probably 2021, I, I mean, there, there was nobody that was doing more views, more appearances, more speaking events, more anything than us. I mean, we, we were at the top of the top of the top. Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, me. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Easy. It wasn't even close. 
And, you know, but, but those things don't last for forever. And I, you know, and that's fine. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I really am. Uh, from a personal, spiritual perspective, I am good with that. I, I am who I am. It's, um, I don't, I don't want to travel the country all the time anymore because I want to, I, that, that's what I want. I, I want to be able to be the best version of me for you guys, uh, that I can be the most creative and artistic version of me for you guys. I really want to start getting back into not only doing this stuff, but, but, but being creative about it again. I, I want to get back into a space where we worry less about views all the time and worry about bringing you the truth in ways that you enjoy it. Um, in, in, in understandable bite-sized compartments like it used to be instead of just worrying about keeping up with everybody else and trying to be in the top all the time. And, and that's what I mean. When, when you get to the top, all you tend to think about is how do you stay at the top? And I just, I just got tired of that. I, I want to fight the battles that are supposed to be fought whether that makes me loved by people, hate, hated by people, et cetera. But if it costs me being a husband and a dad to do it, then I don't want to do it. And, and, and so, so we have made an active effort to shift how we do things here. Um, and, and there's going to be so much more emphasis put on this show. There's going to be so much more emphasis put on ways to sustain all of this that we're going to need y'all's help. I mean, there's no lying about that. We want to become less reliant on sponsors just because, you know, there once upon a time was a time before social media changed where I would only make maybe like 10 posts a month. And a lot of people don't remember those days. That where it wasn't, I had to post things every single day, you know, all this other kind of stuff, because I would talk about the things, the daily rants character was birthed as this persona that would only come out when there was something so egregious that needed to be talked about that that character and that person would appear almost to say the things that everybody wants to say. Now, obviously, I'm going to be 36. You know, a lot of people still come up to me like, we miss the screams and all that stuff. It, it, you say you miss the screams. It would be weird. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 36 years old now. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I'm losing my hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it would not be the same. Like, you think you think that you miss it? No. Just look at the greatest hits <laughs> back when I was younger. Look at it like Eminem's first two rap albums, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and all this stuff. That's what they were. That they had their place in the moment. This, this is me now, and and you either like it or you don't, and 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 that's okay. I I I find people who try to hold on to who they were a decade ago sad. That's just me. Um, I, I would much rather, even if it's a smaller audience. I would much rather you grow with me and I grow with you. And so this is me being honest. That's it. This show is not changing. This show actually, <laughs> Zach's over there probably dreading it, but we were having a conversation with the ad buyers the other day. It looks like we might 
here very soon be going to four episodes a week. Yeah. Um, because I mean the show, I mean, things are going. And and so um we are just getting older. Well, I am. Zach's still very young. Uh I'm technically still getting older. But well, yes, technically. <laughs> Technically, uh, what was that comedian? It's like, you ever say, you, you remember that photo of you when you were younger? And he goes, well, technically every photo of you is a photo when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, but, but you know, that's why I hire young, ambitious people like Zach, because uh, I still feel like I'm in my mid-20s and I'm not. Um, but I feel like I give him a run for his money uh, still to this day. Um He's awful silent, so that's probably not true in his mind. But either way, I've got a cold today. So you got a cold and you came into the office. That's not bad. Wait, the show has to go on, man. I'm sorry. I just said I'm old. I'm vulnerable now, and, and you're it, not vaccinated and, either. And, and I'm not vaccinated. <sighs> and this guy is coming in here with a cold. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, I just I, I know that's a weird way to start this episode. We really do have a lot of things to talk about. It's a weird intro, and, and I get that. But I wanted you guys to hear this from me because there's some of you right now, uh, moms, dads, husbands, wives, whatever. You just feel like there's this reward for constant grinding. And what I'm see, I'm sniffing now, Zach. Are you happy? You yeah. done infected me already. <laughs> Dadgummit. Okay, either way. I don't know. You're around, you've been around a bunch of kids. Either way. Some of you out there that, that struggle with the same things that I do. We came from nothing, or we came from a situation where what you achieve is how you're defined. And more specifically, what has ended up happening is we put more value in what other people think of us and how much money we have and the cars we drive and this and that than what we put in the value of what God thinks of us and what our family thinks of us. And what I've learned is that my kids don't really care how much money I have. I mean, they don't. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. This is not me saying I'm going to become lazy and I ain't going to make money and all this stuff. No, that's not true. And this is also not an excuse for you to be lazy and sit around on the house eating Cheetos all day. But what I'm saying is there is a healthy balance between drive and ambition and neglecting your families. And, and, and mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, now that I'm in a position financially um, and, you know, work, uh, what's the word, workload-wise and things like that, I am choosing, I'm good with with where we are. And, and, and I'm good enough to where if I have to let go of a couple things and a couple speaking events and stuff to be a better dad to be a better husband, then that's what I'm going to do. I want to figure out how to work a tractor, <laughs> you know, and, and stuff like that. I mean, farm. I mean, there's things, there's things that I want to figure out how to do. Uh, I want more time to take my sons out for monster fishing events. And, and like, like I told you guys the story, one, one woman wrote, uh, wrote me cause I put a picture up yeah. of one of them dinosaurs and she said that, that 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 she loved my descriptions of it. And then to finally see it, she's like, you were not lying. That's a dinosaur that's down there in the ocean. I wasn't expecting it when I got the pic. Anyway, but but that's what I want. I, I mean, I want more time to be a person. 
And, and, and so I'm still going to be here. Uh, all that to say, I'm still going to be here. This show is still going on. You're still going to see social media stuff all the time. I'm not saying that that's going away. But yes, am I am I am I lightening the workload a bit, um, especially for the next couple of years? The, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, and, and it's because my life cycle of where I'm at is different, and and it's changed, and and that's okay, and and I'm good with it. I hope you guys are good with it. Please let me know, Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. Graham, this is a mistake. Da da da. You know, tell me whatever you want. Um, but that's how I feel. That's where we are. That's the answer to that question. And believe it or not, we actually got a full episode to talk about. So, um, okay, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, listen, this is the very last day. Last day. Have you heard of American Wagyu beef? Have you? No, it's not a superfood that will make you live longer or forever or the name of the newest TikTok dance. It's some of the most sought after beef in the world and I can get you two free pounds of it. For a limited of time, Good Ranchers is giving you two pounds of their Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. Listen, you need to go to goodranchers.com slash Graham, offer code Graham right now. Not only just to get what I told you there, if you do and you get a subscription, this is totally off the cuff. If you get a subscription, you're going to lock in your price. You're going to get free shipping and $25 off of every box. But every order this month, i.e. today, this is your last chance. I'm going to pick two of you and put 1000 bucks cold hard cash in your pocket. Support the companies that support us. Go to GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. Get your Wagyu beef. Lock in a subscription. Free shipping, $25 off the box. But the biggest thing, two of you get $1,000 cold hard cash. Do it now. All right. Okay. So uh, let's pick up the pace and the tone of this stuff okay. now, Zach. You've brought down the mood for everybody on the show. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, first of all, we got to get into our stupid articles of the day. Oh, there we go. Believe it or not, this n- none of them. Came from New York Post today. Really? None of the the New York Post has turned into my like, like back in the day when you go to the street corner where they sell like the like just like Sun magazines and stuff that had like an alien married my dad, you know, or something like that. The New York Post has kind of turned into that for me. But it's it, it's real though. Oh yeah, no, no, they're <laughs> real things. But 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 believe it or not, both stupid articles. Not from New York Post this time. Where are they from? Uh, Well, this first one's from the Post Millennial. Okay. I'm just going to read. We're going to do it like we always do it. We're going to read what caught my attention, and then in real time, we're going to read this article. Um, Here we go. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and click on it. Uh, Oh, if you have children. Oh, no. Earmuffs. Uh, sorry, I don't make the rules, people. I don't. I'm not the one that that has degenerated society. Okay, here we go. Post millennial is reporting a pedophile uh, destigmatization activist. Okay, so a person that is trying to destigmatize pedophiles. In order, in other words, you can't help who you're attracted to. We need to stop shaming these people that are sexually attracted to children. Um, so a pedophile destigmatization activist arrested for allegedly abusing dozens of children. No, duh. 
Do you really think what part of before I read? You know what? I, I don't even think I really need to read much about this article. Who who entertains someone who's trying to regulate pedophilia and make it like this? Hey, man, you know people can't help who they're attracted to. Is there any thought in your mind that they don't abuse children or they're not capable of doing? Somebody that comes out and says that they're for it and that it's fine, I'm like, we well, should probably do a deep check on this guy because I, he's probably abusing kids. I don't I don't understand. I, I mean, I really don't understand these things. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it now, now that I think about it because it kind of just speaks for itself. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. If somebody is actually trying to say that, oh, you know, pedophilia is not that bad. I mean, you know, da, da, da. Yes, it is. Yes. Am I sexually attracted to kids? No. <laughs> That's how long it should take for yeah. you to answer that question. Should people that are attracted for kids probably be stoned? Probably. <laughs> that's, yeah. how, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> like, you know, and uh, ooh, that's not very Christian, Graham, for someone who's pro-life. Yeah, oh, I can't believe you do. Hey, hey, look here. Okay. Bible says very clearly, you got to pay for the decisions that you make here mm -hmm. on earth. All right. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you diddly around with kids, got no, got no time for any of that. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, this was surprising to me, um, and we're going to have an honest conversation about this. Uh, we're not going to go too far into it because tomorrow, Friday's episode, is going to be our 4th of July episode uh, because the 4th of July is on Monday. 4th of July is a holiday. We won't be here, and let's be honest, none of you are going to be listening to the show on the 4th of July yeah. anyway, but this is a good precursor for tomorrow's episode, and I was shocked to see this. Fox News, okay? Like I said, stupid article of the day. This is what it says. Fourth of July. What is it, and why do we celebrate the holiday with fireworks? What? <laughs> it's 2022. What is Fourth of July? It's 2022, and Fox News is publishing an article that says, what is the Fourth of July? <laughs> This is on the heels of the Juneteenth crap. I'm telling you that I'm telling you that there is a national movement or agenda to delegitimize and devalue the 4th of July. Well, I'm telling you. What's that's sad is there's probably a lot of people who don't actually know what the 4th of July is for. Probably. They're probably just like, oh, that's the holiday of what we do because, you know, well, who young we people, against? young people are know. stupid. Young people are stupid. Um, okay, that's it. I mean, those are my dumb ones for the day. Like, we actually have articles being published that have to explain what the Fourth of July is, that's and don't sad. be like, "Oh, Graham, what about some small children who may not know?" They're, They're not, not reading Fox <laughs> News articles. Okay, this is for grown adults, all right? When I was 22 years old, I didn't even know where to go to see a Fox News article, okay? This is for us, <laughs> all right? This yes. is for, these are for people that are older, that read articles. I hate to break it to you. I just admitted that I'm getting older. You're old too, all right? You're listening to a, a, a political social commentary podcast. You are older. <laughs> all right. That's just all there is to it. 12 and 13 year old hip teenagers are not listening to these kind of shows. All yeah. right. This article is directed to adults. 
that apparently don't know what the 4th of July is. Mm. Um, okay, this next one kind of goes on the Christian standpoint, which is, okay. uh, well, I say that it's about ca- Catholicism, which I'm not a Catholic, but still in the spectrum of religion, right? Um, and it... This is the New York Post, <laughs> and it says, "There we go." Nancy Pelosi receives communion at Vatican despite abortion stance. Now, here's where I open it up. If if I have any Catholic listeners, please email me Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com and let me know what you think. Um, Catholics are some of the most staunch pro-life people in the world. Rightfully so. Um, it has been talked about, and and again, forgive me, I'm not a Catholic. I'm just kind of just, just going here. It, it appears like, because I've seen these conversations happen a lot with Biden and Pelosi, like should yeah. they be denied the Holy Communion um, because of their, their blatant vocal support of abortion? So my question is, from the Catholics' perspective, wouldn't that be something that they would be denied communion over kind of thing? You know, it, it's kind of like I heard a, I heard a, a pastor say once, he was like, you know, I've done a lot of marriage counseling, and these this couple will come in and they're like, yeah, we were married, but then we found each other and we divorced our other spouses, and now we know that this is the one God wants us to be with da 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 and the pastor goes no <laughs> no that ain't how it works <laughs> that ain't how it works no. god don't use that situation no <laughs> no that's not how it works now did you have an abusive spouse and then eventually you got a divorce for obvious reasons and things like that or did your spouse pass away and then you found somebody else absolutely you don't get to fall in love with your side chick and side dude and then leave <laughs> who you're married to and be like, this is the one. We finally found the right one. No. Found God's will for my life through no. adultery. Yeah, through adultery. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not Doesn't how it work that way. I found God through heroin. What? <laughs> no. That's not how that works. You found God once you found the church and you got off of heroin. Then you no <laughs> no, uh, I'm just asking for for the Catholics out there, is a public figure and more specifically a public servant, a political figure that is adamantly stating that they are a practicing Catholic. Okay, and there's also that weird thing that Catholics have. And this is not me talking bad about Catholics. It's just, you know, I actually, I encourage you guys. This is about a year and a half ago now. I had Michael Knowles on. Love Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles is Catholic, like legit Catholic. Catholic, 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 practicing Catholic stuff. We had like an hour and a half conversation just about the differences between Catholicism and, you know, Christianity uh, on my end, Assemblies of God, things like that, Um, you know, the Bible says this, why do you guys still do that? You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it was a really good conversation. I encourage you all to listen to it. Um, but again, I say all the Catholics out there is denying of communion an actual thing. And if it is an actual thing, doesn't Pelosi and Biden meet those requirements now at this point? Like, like that's all I'm saying. Okay. Because Catholics believe that the priest 
has like the church. Father Mike Schmidt on YouTube. I listened to him because that's just my life. I listen to these weird things. He said one of the biggest differences between Catholicism and everybody else is Catholics believe that the church in areas that are vague in the Bible have the authority given to them by God to make decisions. Does that make sense? Sorry, I was doing some research. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, uh, well no, either way. What was that? I was re- who can you I disqualify I, for uh, communion? I, I said that the one of the biggest differences, and this is Michael Knowles was telling me this, and Father Mike Schmidt. Father Mike Schmidt? Father, Father Mike Schmidt. Uh, anyway, um, is that, that one of the biggest differences between Catholicism and, you know, what normal Christianity, I guess you would say, um, is that Catholics believe that the church was given ultimate authority that when there are gray areas or things that are not talked about in the Bible, like, you know, abortion, right? Like the word abortion is not in the Bible. And I love people who make that argument, by the way, like the Bible didn't say a word about abortion. That's because it didn't exist back then. That's like saying the Bible didn't say anything about owning a Tesla. What? (laughs) What are you talking about? That, anyway... But if Catholics believe this, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm asking. I'm just asking. Yeah. It's interesting to me that Nancy Pelosi proclaiming to be a practicing Catholic um, is still able to receive communion, even though so many Catholics say that she shouldn't be allowed to receive communion because of her open, not only vocal stance in support of, but pushing for abortion. Yeah, so here's an um, an answer that I found to can a Catholic be denied communion, and it says, anyone who's aware of having committed a mortal sin must not receive Holy Communion, even if he experiences deep contrition, without having first received sacramental absolution, unless he has a grave reason for receiving communion, and, and there's no possibility of going to confession. Yeah, okay, so basically... If you're committing a huge moral sin, which Catholicism views abortion, mm-hmm. such as that, and you're actively, continually to do so, then you should be denied the Holy Communion until you repent from that sin, and then you stop doing it, Yeah, right? repent is a 180. You turn away from it. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm not a Catholic, but I mean, if them's the rules, <laughs> then, <laughs> then why, why is Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden and all these other people that are Catholic, and I use the quotation marks because I don't see how you, just like I don't see how you can be uh, a pro-choice Christian or a pro-choice pastor, I don't see how you can be a pro-choice Catholic. I just don't. I, it just, it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm all ears. So Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com, let me know Send the emails. what you think. Um, I'm always interested to find out, it's really interesting some of the nicest emails I get. Here's another thing, Christians. This one's going to sting. <laughs> um, some of the nicest emails I get are from atheists. They're the nicest people in the world. It's the craziest thing. They're like, I just want you to know I'm an atheist. I don't believe any of the stuff about God that you have to say. But I will say that the way you say it, and I, I, I enjoy listening to your point of view because it does give me things to think about. Yeah. Christians, on the other hand, <laughs> will be the first one to go, false prophet, d- d- heretic, how dare you, da 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 Shh. I wish the Bible, I don't want to, 
in risk of sounding blasphemous. I just wish Jesus would have put in there, it's okay to tell another Christian to shut up. <laughs> you know, I just, I just really wish, I'm sure he did say that, okay? Don't, I'm sure at some point in his 33 years, Jesus told somebody to shut up. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I just, I, I just have a hard time believing that Jesus didn't go, ah, shh. Son of God, idiot. Be quiet. <laughs> you know, listen to me for just a second. That's not picking on people. That's not nothing. And again, I'm not a preacher. You can't get mad at me. This my this this just how I think. Okay. I heard a preacher today. I heard a preacher today. He's like, you think Jesus? He was like, you know, the Bible says that Jesus was without sin, which is absolutely true. He said, the Bible does not say that Jesus never got in trouble with his mama. <laughs> you know, and he said, he brings up this story. I don't know if this is true. It was just super funny. It talks about when Jesus was 12 and he went to the, to, to, to the church or the synagogue or whatever, yeah. and he didn't tell his mama where he was going. He says, it even says in the Bible that Mary goes, Jesus, you know, like, like, you know, if you're 12 years old and you don't tell your mama where you're going, Something bad is happening after they find you, right? And then it says, Jesus said, woman? <laughs> Which nowadays, and, and this is straight what the pastor says. Like nowadays, I'd have said, woman? And it went, pow! I did, I, that's as far as I'd have gotten in my statement. <laughs> like the second, he goes, don't you know I was in my father's house? Whatever it was, like, like that's like, a very... A, yeah, he was out, like, doing the Father's will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing my Father's business in my Father's house, depending on what translation you read, right? <laughs> but then he made this super funny thing. He's like, the only thing about that is you don't hear from Jesus again until he's 30 <laughs> in the Bible. He's like, I don't know if she knocked him unconscious. I don't know if he was in a coma. <laughs> you know, but the next story you hear is 18 years later. And so, anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, like, you know, I, again, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that, 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 you know, Mary did not put Jesus into a coma. But what I'm saying is, that's funny. Come on. Like, like, you know, you got to, you got to give it there. That's pretty humorous. Anyway, I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but. I don't either. Nancy Pelosi communion. Let me know. There we go. <laughs> let, oh let my me goodness. Know. <laughs> we went a little ways away. Okay. So here's something interesting that I want to talk about before we do these next couple little things. There, there's something interesting that's going on. Now, a lot of it, I believe God is answering prayers. I do believe that. Okay. We saw Roe v. Wade overturned. We saw the Supreme Court side with constitutional gun owners. Uh, we saw the Supreme Court side with religious freedoms in school with the coach, the football coach that got fired for praying. Da -da -da, like, like, like we're seeing a lot of victories right now. But 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 there's also just, there's also just something interesting happening. And, and I want to be optimistic and like, oh, maybe everybody's waking up, you know, fine. but then, but, but I've been doing this long enough now where there's this part of me is like, whoa, what, you know, why, why all of a sudden are these things starting to come out? Like, like what's happening? You know, yeah. <laughs> like what is going on? So case in point, all right, I just talked about the three things that you know about, but here we go. And, and again, this is New York Post and I use New York Post one because New York Times got to pay for a subscription. And I refuse to do it. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm not reading their articles. New York Post is free. Check this out. 
is this not weird? Does this not sound weird to you? Just Zach has not heard this yet. So Zach, I haven't. first impressions from the title of this article. You ready? Okay. 60% of Americans, that would be a majority, right? 60% of Americans say people can't switch genders. And they say it's now up from years past. So they're saying 60% of people say that we cannot switch genders. You can't switch genders. 60% of Americans say people can't switch genders. This number is up from the years past. I mean, it's kind of a little surprising because the media will make you believe that we're the minority, but I think it goes to show that people are really starting to get fed up with some of the stuff and well, the quiet the quiet people are coming out now. Well, again, that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm hope again, first of all, your first impression was my first impression. What? <laughs> yeah. The New York Post is reporting that you men can't actually switch to be women and when women can't actually switch to be men. And and I was like, oh dang! But then then I thought, like, oh man, are people finally finally waking up? I hang on, let me read the next one, and, and then we'll discuss this. Okay, so here's here's another one. This is the, this is the title. Okay, New York Post still. No, this is this is Fox News. Okay, okay, which which you would expect this from Fox News, but they actually pulled data from other polls from other news outlets in this article. And it says states with higher rate of gun ownership do not correlate with more gun murders. Data shows. Wow. And this is pulling from data polls from CNN, MSNBC, uh, Rudders or Rooters, whatever it's called. And, and again, I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Like, that's the stuff that we've been screaming for years, Right. But my question is, why now? Why all of a sudden are all of these things starting to go around? Is it America is waking up? Or is it America is waking up, but now the left realizes if they keep going down that direction, they're going to be completely obliterated in the next election cycles. And so it makes me wonder if you're going to see these more radicalized people on the left start to shift at least perspectively some more moderate view to more moderate view to maintain where they currently are to where potentially down the road they can take back majority again and then, and then flip it back on its side Ooh. and and so i again this job has made me super critical <laughs> and super <laughs> this and that but I, I agree that real people are starting to go, this is this is just ridiculous at this point, right? Like, it's ridiculous. And I think that, <clears throat> first of all, both sides are corrupt, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not running for office. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Both sides are horrible. They are. They're horrible. Is one less horrible than the other right now? Absolutely. The Republican Party is less horrible than the Democratic Party. But don't think for one second that the Republican Party is a bunch of saviors, all right? They're not. They're political hack jobs. Not all of them, 99%, okay? And all of the 1% good ones will tell you the exact same thing that I'm telling you now. Now, I sat there at the Trump Hotel in D.C. speaking with the few good ones that people would say, like your Marjorie Taylor Greens, your Lauren Boberts, yeah. etc. which congratulations, Lauren, on your dominant win in your primary by the way um 
we're going to get her on the show here very soon. Um, and to hear them say that out of the 435 plus people in the house, them to say, if push really came to shove, how many people in the house or in Congress do we really have that we can rely on? And it was between five and eight. Mm. And four of them were in that meeting that I was having. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the right is no better than the left. It's just different avenues of how they go about it. So if the Democrats are realizing, oh, crap, <laughs> like, like we are really starting to lose this thing here. I mean, they have gotten a one, two KO hit last week, man. They had the win for gun rights. <clears throat> they had Roe, Roe v. Wade overturned. And then they had the religious freedom upheld in, in the courts. I mean, they have just gotten just obliterated. Um, <clears throat> now the only option that they have is uh, COVID coming back, which I saw that now they're saying that Another variant of Omicron, the BA5, which is specifically more attacking of the lungs, is now coming back. You know, just, again, we're four months out <laughs> from the general election. And so, you know, they're watching it right now. Around mid-September, COVID's going to be back. But Or monkeypox will be a bigger thing. My, oh, it's so stupid. Stop having sex with people that you don't know where they've been. Super simple, right? They've already come out and said that that's how they're pretty sure it's spreading. And then the very first monkeypox person said, yeah, he was at an orgy with 15 other like dudes. <laughs> and that's how, that's how. So, you know, uh, just don't do that. <laughs> and, and I think you're probably going to be pretty safe. I think I can keep, I think I can stay away from it then. <laughs> I know it may be hard, Zach. It's going to be difficult. Maybe keep it around eight to 10. All right, but I might, I might do six to play it safe. There you go. I think that's a good. I think that's a good cue. And no, and don't like that. <laughs> it's like it's like in the eighties when everyone's like, "How is AIDS traveling so fast?" Well, everybody was having sex and sharing needles with each other. They're like, "Oh, that's how it works." Okay. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So here's something interesting that I thought. So yesterday, R. Kelly was sentenced to thirty years in prison prison uh which is essentially a death sentence because the guy's kind of older now like he's in his 50s you know yeah. what i mean so um so i'm going to read you what it says all right this is just the report singer r kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison in a brooklyn federal court on wednesday after being convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking in september 2021 U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly sentenced Kelly after she and the court heard statements from the victims. She also ordered him to pay a $100,000 fine. Ooh. <laughs> sure, R. Kelly really batted an eye over that. All right, the Associated Press reports. The singer, who has been jailed since 2019, faces separate charges of child pornography and obstruction of justice in a federal case in Chicago, where a trial is set for August 1st. Okay, now, I'm. this is great. R. Kelly, go go deteriorate in a hole for the rest of your life. I, I mean, I don't care. But here's the interesting thing. So R. Kelly sentenced to 30 years in prison for uh, racketeering and sex trafficking in September 2021. Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to only 20 years in prison. 
All right. It says on Tuesday, British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison for during a hearing in Brooklyn, New York. The same area, by the way, Uh, prosecutors were initially seeking a sentence of at least 30 years who was convicted on December 29th, 2021 on five criminal counts, including sex trafficking for recruiting and grooming at least four girls for Jeffrey Epstein to abuse. So sex trafficking and grooming four girls. And then R. Kelly was also uh, racketeering and sex trafficking four girls. So Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein Island, all that other kind of stuff. The chick who helped do that got 20 years and granted both of them should go away but i'm just pointing out how did r kelly get more time i don't know then maxwell isn't that weird to anybody like like does anybody else find that weird they both got netflix documentaries about how horrible they are <laughs> like like you know what i mean like just like maxwell had people testify in her thing too like i i just i don't know to me that's weird like where is the list of clients for the Jeffrey Epstein thing? Like, where are all of these things at? Like, what is going on? Anyway, I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I just uh, thought that it was uh, interesting information for you guys to know about. Um, okay, TikTok. This is interesting. Uh, again, this goes to what I was talking about earlier. Remember how all of us said TikTok is a China-owned app? They're using it to spy on people, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to – Trump was getting ready to ban it out of the U.S. app store, and everybody's like, what a dictator, da 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 This is not – well, now it's been proven that China has, in fact, uh, um, gained and went through all these U.S. accounts, et cetera. Like, we know that to be fact. But now – and this is the New York Times. Now, granted, all I can read is the top of the article – because I refuse to pay for a subscription to the New York Times. But this is what it says. An FCC commissioner has asked Google and Apple to remove TikTok from their app stores, citing concerns that the Chinese-owned video app could send U.S. data to Beijing. It's like someone said that before. It's almost like it's what we said about a year and a half, two years ago. But here's my here here again is my question. Why? Why now? Why now all of these things are starting to happen? Why now? That's what that's what I want to know. Why now? It's starting to feel a little fishy to me. Okay, let's say they remove TikTok off off the apps and stuff which the teens would revolt well the teens would revolt and then there's going to be a lot of people that got to go get real jobs but either way (laughs) dad gummit zach i swear if you got me sick um i didn't get you sick i did maybe i did there we go (laughs) i don't know (laughs) anyway I, it's just, it's weird to me, right? Like, am I the only one? Does that seem weird to anybody else? Like, that's now three things. No, I, I mean, to me, it really does seem like there's like the left is starting to realize they're losing people. And so they're taking a more moderate view so that way they can win the election. And then the, later on, I mean, and that's what people do when they're trying to like take over and stuff. They test it out. Oh, we got some pushback. They'll come back and then they'll eventually do it again. 
And next time they'll go further. Yeah, well, not every company is realizing this. This comes from Blaze TV, my old home at the Blaze. Um, and it's talking about parents beware. And this is talking about Disney Plus. Disney inserts transgender character into segment about menstrual products on animated show on Disney Plus. A clip from Disney's new show, Baymax, reveals that the company has slipped transgender ideology into the animated program. In the segment, Baymax, a robot that was featured in the Disney movie, Big Hero 6, my kids love that movie actually, receives several recommendations about menstrual products, including from an individual who looks like a man and is wearing a skirt that resembles the colors of a transgender pride flag. Excuse me, which of these products would you recommend? The robot asks a woman. At first bewildered, the female character replies by handing the robot a box of nothing uh, of, yeah, that she, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't read. At first, the bewildered female character replies by handing the robot a box and noting that she typically uses those tampons. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Uh, I always get the ones that have wings and apparently transgender character then remarks. Why are we having, even if this wasn't, tra remove the transgender stuff. Why are we having a segment in a show for kids about tampons? What, what, what is, why? What that is, doesn't make any sense. What is that? Remove, and, and yes, it makes it even worse with the transgender stuff, but I'm just talking in general. Why is that in there? Somebody said to me the other day, they're like, they're like, if you've got such a freaking problem with sexuality being in stuff, where were you with sleeping uh, or Snow White and uh, 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 Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and all this stuff with kids? And I, and I concurred. I was like, you know what? You're right. Kids movies, just get it out of there. Like, we don't have any of them kiss. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. I actually concede with that. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. We don't need none of that in there. There's not a single segment in Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast or anything like that that they had to kiss somebody on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they could have rewrote it just a little bit. Sleeping Beauty get had her like drink out of a cup or something. You know what I mean? Like I'll even I will give you that. All right, fine. You're right. Can't play it both ways. Okay, got it. Just just eliminate all. If it's more than a hug. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's a kids show. I can I concede to that. All right. So again, I'm removing the, the 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 transgender part out of here. Why would you create a TV show for children? And there's a segment trying to figure out. Oh, Graham, you don't know the context. It was in the movie, and da, 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 da. I don't care. Why is that in there? What group of adults sat around and said, you know what we need in this show? A tampon segment. Because six-year-olds are watching this. That's what we need. I, 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 don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I don't understand. Disney stock has plummeted 50% since all this. But they keep doubling down. Well, maybe their stock will keep doubling down. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, <clears throat> I think less of you as a person. I really do. I, and I knew that's going to make some people mad. But I do. At this point... These people have proven that they hate your children. They especially hate you, and they want to push their ideology on their kid on your kids against your will. If you are paying for a subscription from them, you're a schmuck. You're contributing. 
and you're an enabler. Uh, on the second note, the Daily Wire has announced that they are notching da- Daily Wire Plus, which I'm super excited about. And uh, I think that every single one of you, and, and again, we don't work for the Daily Wire. This is just me saying you need to drop your Disney Plus subscription. You need to go subscribe to the Daily Wire Plus because not only do they have their political commentary there, apparently they just signed Jordan Peterson. Apparently, mm. Prager U has come together with them for something that's called Prager U Masters master school or something so i'm not 100 percent sure what that's going to be but that sounds intriguing but they're also launching daily wire kids where they're going to have shows for children without all these woke ideologies forced and just crammed down the throats of your kids and we already know that they've started dw entertainment which makes movies etc and so you know Huge shout out to Daily Wire. They're fighting it on the right battles. Um, yeah, go subscribe to it now. Okay, <clears throat> we're running out of time. So let's talk about this January 6th stuff. So the other day, this chick <laughs> uh, hops on National Cassidy Hutchinson. January 6th committee on national TV says that they've got a groundbreaking, this is going to change everything about Donald Trump is done. He's done. So they get this chick on there. Her name's Cassidy Hutchinson. And she starts telling this story about how on the day of January 6th, Donald Trump in the back of the beast, which the Christian side of me, like is the car that the president ride in, you know, the beast, the best name for that. I don't know, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but you know, war hog, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of things you can call it. Um, she states that she heard. That's the craziest part about all this. This chick gets on national TV. The January 6th committee calls her as a star witness. And her testimony is that she heard, not that she saw, not that it was her that was attacked she heard that president trump demanded that they take him to the capitol building the secret service detail they refused and when they refused he lunged at the steering wheel to try to take control of the vehicle and then went for the throat of one of the secret service agents now (laughs) that's pretty far out there again she was not in the car She heard this, and then she even goes on to say that when A.G. Barr told Trump that there was no definitive proof of voter fraud, Trump then, in a fit of anger, threw his plate of food against the wall in the White House, and then she said, and ketchup was running down the wall. I know that sounds like, really? That's what this chick said, (laughs) okay? That was... They're trying to say this man was so emotionally unstable that he threw a plate of food against the wall. Is this the man you want with the nuke codes? (laughs) Like kind of thing. Yes, it is. Actually, I want someone with the cognitive ability to get upset because they know what's going on around them. Unlike Joe Biden, that's not even aware where he is. So let's go back to the most ridiculous of claims. First of all, they have put out legit diagrams of the beast 
There is no physical way that Donald Trump could have even gotten to the steering wheel of the driver. There is such a large armored space between the driver to where the president is. He can't get to it. For purposes of if somebody tries to shoot through and they make it through the window, that bullets can't get to where the president is, right? There's no physical way that he could have done that. Second, Donald Trump was a 74-year-old man. Now, I'll give it to you. He's a big old guy, like he's tall and all this stuff. But Secret Service agents, especially Secret Service agents for the president, they're like the elite of the elite of people. I just have a hard time believing that a 74-year-old man was able to manhandle some Secret Service agents. I just have a hard time believing Like, nobody believes this to be true, right? But here's the thing, and this is why you should never, ever, ever believe anything that these people tell you ever again. Because, and this is the New York Post, a left-leaning thing. Literally hours after it happened, the Secret Service agent in question that she says got lunged at and the driver of the beast basically said, uh, no, <laughs> that didn't happen at all. And we'll go testify under oath right now. That chick be crazy. I guarantee you they won't, they will not ask them to come. The Secret Service in total. Like the the U.S. United States Secret Service has now put out an official thing saying they vow the response. They vow a response after false bombshell Donald Trump lunge claim. So here's my question. For everyone who may actually be putting any kind of like actual credibility to the January 6th committee. Wouldn't the first thing, I, I never went to law school, okay? I'm not a lawyer. But if somebody were to come to me and say, hey, President Trump actually tried to take over the vehicle and like kill Secret Service agents to get to the Capitol. What were the, okay, what's what Secret Service agent? Names the dudes by name. <laughs> like names them by name. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Let me call them <laughs> and verify what you're saying because those are awful specific things that you just said and we know who was in the vehicle with him on that day because it's on a docket like it's it's registered for forever these were the people that were there why would you put her as a i heard about this witness instead of if that had been true why wouldn't you have put the secret service agent up there because one, it didn't happen, and, then, well, and two, yes. they know that a lot of people that do believe the January 6th <laughs> committee are just basing everything off of emotions, and they're not going to go research it for themselves, and they're going to believe it. But my question is, not only for this chick that obviously went up there and lied, and it got just destroyed within six hours, shouldn't the people that actually brought her up there without doing any research, or worse, they did do research and know she was lying, shouldn't they also face criminal charges? One would think. Ken Singer, Cheney, all you people. Like, what What in the world, man? This is the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my life. I, I uh, The more they go, the more and more Donald Trump looks as though the election was stolen from him. Okay, it just does. 
It just does. It, it, it does. And I know that there's a lot of rumbles for Ron DeSantis. I think Ron DeSantis is 28 and 32. That's what I think. I think we've got a chance for 12 years of a Republican mm, president. That'd be good. If we play it the right way. DeSantis needs to sign on a ticket with Trump, be the VP for four years, and then he's the natural incumbent for the next eight years of the presidency of the United States. I, I I think I think that's the only way to go, and, and this craziness is it. Um, okay, on the ending here, me and Zach talked about it yesterday. You guys remember, I have, I want to say I put at least a thousand bucks on it. I got a bet on who the Democratic Party's ticket's going to be for twenty twenty four, and I said my wild card would be who did I say, Zach? AOC and Obama. Obama, AOC. Yeah, my bad. So it'd be Michelle Obama as the president. AOC is the VP. On the Colbert Report just the other day, he asked AOC point blank on national TV, would you run for president? Well, he said president because, and he pointed out something that I pointed out several months ago. A month before the vote, she turns 35. The exact same thing that this stupid redneck from Mississippi said at the same time, I 100%, she dodged the question. All right? She didn't say no. She didn't say yes. She dodged it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't believe all these Hillary things. Don't believe all that. It is going to be Obama Cortez Democratic ticket in 2024. The end. That's all we have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you have a fantastic Day. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go buy a Life Wins t-shirt. We've only got a couple left and uh, we're giving them away for free. All you got to do is pay shipping. So go to 912united.com. Go get your Life Wins t-shirt. Make sure to share this episode. Share it with a friend. Leave us a rating and give us five stars. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you all again next time. <laughs>